Welcome back in Smouth Hive. This is your pirate broadcast, 665.66 UHMR Chemrat Radio, broadcasting live tonight from Bob's Basement Basket on sublevel 351. Bob's is home of the hottest Dimacaron death wings in the galaxy. Make sure to check out Bob's Heavy Flamer Challenge and see if you can make it through all 12 super hot wings. Butt burner. In murder ball news, Rance O'Bone O'Bellerbone's all-time career death score has reached 49 kills during last night's match when he executed his signature move, dropping nearly two floors into the arena's skull pit and splattering Destin Nasher's six toes with a massive smash from his two-handed mauler. Rance has the top kill streak this season, averaging a kill every other game since game one. Rumors are he might be up for option later in the season and speculation suggests that the upper hive teams already have expressed interests in this trade. When we reached out for comment to the owner of the 69th street bangers, he told us to get stuffed gronks heads. Not really sure what that means, but I'm sure it's murder ball lingo. As always tonight, I am joined by my co-host Marky. Ooh, what's going on everybody? Beast. Who's hey. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> Hello, immediately. Perfect. And looking for a spot in late season murder ball playoffs himself, Kevin, tell us, are they still calling you Stubbs or do you have a new fangled nickname because of those cybernetic fingers? Well, uh, that's a secret I'll have to, uh, you know, keep in my pocket. Wouldn't want to ruin any surprises. That's not uh, well, the only cybernetic finger in his pocket. We'll have to ask the, the lady. <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, how, how were the lashings last week? Oh, it was pretty brutal, but uh, I managed to dive into a sewer. Oh, okay. And uh, I still can't smell anything. So that's the, perfect. Uh, that, so the Imperial Navy didn't want you. Or, oh, no, no, no. They wanted want me. <laughs> I didn't want them. Ah. He still got sepsis. Sepsis. <laughs> so in today's episode, we are doing our lore stories number two, and we are specifically going to be looking at Mark's orc lore and helping him make a couple of decisions about how to fix that. One of the things we have always wanted to do with the podcast is feature uh, lore, specifically custom lore, homebrew lore, and listener lore very heavily. So we want to get into how to write a little bit more while we explore Marky's Orcs. Is this going to be a day I get to come up with really stupid nicknames for your orcs? You can. All right, Marky, without further ado, let me toss it over to you. Yeah. So what I kind of wanted to accomplish this episode with you guys, my friends, my closest, dearest, and nearest friends. You're just you're just sapping us up right now yes. because you have really bad creativity. You don't, yes, you don't and you need us to do it to for you. Friends. Yes, <laughs> my my greatest friends. <laughs> I love you all. Shut your mouth. <laughs> so yeah, what I wanted to accomplish this episode was uh, basically my my personalized lore. Not only mine, but the wifey as well. She also started this army. She would put them together, and I would paint them because. She's not the greatest painter and she saw how I painted and she wanted me to paint for her. So I actually haven't really come up with a lot of lore for these orcs. I love them. I really like Mad Max orcs. So I wanted to kind of build off that. That's kind of why I went off the whole Mars planet and whatnot. So what I wanted to do was give you guys some facts on the army and build off of that from what I give you. 
Did you also bring the errata? No. You mentioned you brought the facts. I do not have those either. <laughs> what about the codex? <laughs> I, I have the none codex? of these. Things. Oh, facts, not facts. facts. Oh, facts. okay. Yeah, F F A F A C S. Sorry, yeah. Warhammer puns. <laughs> They're probably not that funny. Yeah, facts. F, F A C. <laughs> I don't know. We're having fun with them. <laughs> yeah, but we're barely funny. <laughs> so yeah, uh, basically, what I, again? What I wanted to do was kind of give everybody a baseline. Uh, I'm I'm not very good with creating my own lore, and you guys obviously are. And I think our listeners would appreciate kind of a baseline of where where to start when creating their own lore and why. So I came up with a couple things of how I wanted to kind of lay it out. Uh, I wanted to start with a theme for your army. So usually when people get an army, they're like, oh, I love this. I love this. I love this. But if you want to get a little more personal with your army, you usually come up with personalized lore. And if you want to get even per more personal with your army, you come up with custom things you want to do. For example, Ryan has his Exodite Eldar. He yep. fully customized that army and he's come up with his own lore for him. And there's things like uh, Tom's Disney Knights. Fully customized his army. He kit bashed specific things on there to, to flavor up his lore, flavor up his army. It's not... And there's nothing wrong with, uh, I don't want to say vanilla because it, it sounds bad, but it, vanilla, you, you don't want, n nobody wants second company ultramarines. Some people want that and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, some I, people I like built the, I built Farsight Enclave. Exactly. Yeah. I, I have my death. My, my, yeah. my space Marines from back in the day. And you know this because you're uh, stealing them. You're stealing some of them. <laughs> I literally. Stealing some of them? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. They're, they're being indoctrinated. <laughs> so, ha, see what you did there. So. So, I mean, like you guys have seen them. There's a couple here and all that. And they're, they're painted white and black. They're Imperial Stormtroopers. Now they're painted I, black I, and silver. I 100% <laughs> took the idea of Star Wars Imperial Stormtroopers and just went, done. That was it. That yeah. was how deep my Space Marine army was. So yeah. it, there, there's no, absolutely no problem with it at yeah. all. And I, I wanted to kind of spread the idea of you can get even deeper than that if you want to. So I'm going to throw out some facts, some FACSs to you guys. <laughs> and see F A C K S S uh, F A C K T S S yes Facts. F A C T if we're if we're if, we're, if I'm going to be completely a F A C T S yes. ah yes. that's Fact. it facts <laughs> like just because I'm large doesn't mean spell. my brain is all right I promise <laughs> F U C K T S <laughs> some fucks <laughs> so want some fuck all right so my theme I wanted my orcs our orcs the wifey and my own. Uh, we wanted our orcs to be Mad Max themed. She wanted, she really liked, she really liked the idea of a wasteland and vehicles and going fast. Uh, she originally picked Evil Sons. I did not pick that. She picked that. And she really enjoyed the whole idea of going faster and being red and like just the, even the emblem, the mad, like kind of squig looking sun. It, it looked funny. She thought it was cute. So that's what she picked. Yeah. I like the emblem, the glyph. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's pretty sweet. Yeah, I also wanted to implement this was some uh, something that I I put in myself was twisted metal. I love twisted metal like it is. It is awesome. The idea of like getting shitty people together to kill each other with cars and missiles and guns is. Oh, do, I think need, we all need to kinda, make you need to make Axel. Oh, I know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah <laughs> dude, I'm on it as, I'm on a, it. as like a war boss. I just don't have time. <laughs> I just, no, but time I think is the we all kind of grew up in the generation where Twisted Metal and there was other games like Twisted yeah. Metal. Uh, there, there's one, Twisted uh, Metal other, Black hit hard. Two, all of them. All, yeah, of, all of them hit hard. Hit hard. That was a good generation yeah. like, of gaming. Right. Vigilante there. 8. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking about. I couldn't remember what the last I was like Vigilante something. Spy Hunter. Spy Hunter. Yeah, that was a good one, too. 
Yeah, there's road, a bunch road of great. Rash. Yeah, oh, um, not Paradise. Burnout. Yeah. Burnout Paradise. Burnout. Burnout, Burnout. Yeah. A bunch of good car thrashers. Burnout, man. I haven't thought games. about that one in a yeah. while. Dude, yeah, I love Twisted Burnout. Metal <laughs> specifically because it was like a carnival of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, didn't it like travel axle, around town to you know, town Reaper? or something? Like, yeah. yeah, oh yeah. yeah it was like a mortal bad Mortal Kombat storyline, but with cars. Exactly. Yeah, and that's why I loved it. And that's why I was like, you know what? I can orcify this. Oh, so I want to try and implement it. Exactly. Yeah. I chose Mars Planet just because Mars just looks cool and I needed to base the army. So I was like, hey, Mars red on red isn't really the best like contrast, but whatever, you know, but that's what I went with. Red dust is a very plausible planetary like feature. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the reason Mars is red is because it has a lot of iron and it's rusty. The, yeah. It rusted. <laughs> oh, man. Look at that. Bam. <laughs> and, Easy mode. Yeah. And the, the wifey. She really likes bikers. So when we first started, she had a biker Death Star. She really likes bikers and she really likes Ludas. She really likes shooting. So those are the two. Luda. Yeah, yeah Luda. <laughs> uh, she, that's what she wanted to implement into the army. And as, as it grew, I wanted more vehicles. I liked vehicles, but there wasn't really a lot when we started. So I was just kind of like letting her do her thing. And I really like, I, I like to crump. As, as everybody knows, I, I like to crump. So I like to get stuck in. I like to fight. She, because she doesn't like it because of the intricacies of close combat, like three inch consolidate and pile in and There's all the shenanigans. There. There's a lot of shenanigans that you can pull that she's not about. She's like, you know what? If I can fucking docka you off the table, I'm going to do that. So so those are kind of the, the generic things that I wanted to bring as like the generic things I wanted to build off of. So those are some facts I wanted to give you guys so you can help me build my lore. I've already come up with things, so I'm hoping that you guys can help me mold it and make it make it pretty. Because right now it's kind of an, uh, like right, I'm taking a clay class for the first time, a pottery class. What, what is it? The way where you uh, you spin yeah, pottery class. Is it, is it pottery? Spinning. Sp is it spinning? It's called thought, you. The class would be called pottery. OK, but the, the method the, the of method putting it on spinning? the thingy is spinning. OK, I thought that was like riding a bike that doesn't and go anywhere. To like the, act of, the act of doing it, though, is throwing. Throwing, yes, yeah. that's what I've heard. Okay, so I wanted you guys to help me throw this into a nice, <laughs> you know, nice malleable pot and not just some ugly, like, you know, thing. Orc. Blob, of, blob, of, blob of, of ideas in yeah, your mind. Yeah, blob of shit. Which one, that, which one of us is Patrick Swayze? Mm. Which one of us is going to reach lovingly around mm. you and help you form the clay? Form the clay? Well, Kevin's already dead inside, so I'd say he's halfway there. You're already a ghost. I got it. All right. You reach around and grab my pot, Kevin. Oh, yeah. For those, oh, of, yeah. For those of <laughs> you who listen you to our it. podcast who are under 30 years old, there was a movie called Ghost with a very famous pottery scene. Very, very that's famous. it. That, that, that's the that's joke. That's, that's, that's a joke. joke. Watch that's the community. Joke, JPEG. Watch, watch the television Roadhouse. show. Community. It was a great movie called Roadhouse. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> we start quoting Airplane, and people are like, "What the fuck?" So yeah, I, I suggest that if you're creating personal lore, to to take down some key things that you want your army to be themed after, or what you want to customize your army about, if you want to. This is just you know, this is kind of a creative thing. If you want to be creative and customize and personalize your own things, so yeah, if you're following along. You've already heard our episode on creative writing writing, and how Ryan has kind of helped mold things to where you can make it your own. So this is what I'm trying to do. And this is the method that I used. So the wifey actually has some stories that she wanted to implement into the army. And I was going to tell you guys about them. So that way you can possibly, you know, intertwine them in. Uh, I, I have an idea of how I wanted to intertwine them in myself, but maybe you guys can help me out. 
So one of the stories was she had a knob. Uh, this is back when I was playing Salamanders. She had a knob that rode its bike up to my Land Raider. You got Brian, you played fifth believe tom you might have dealt with armor facing yep oh armor facing yeah so back wait, my sweet sweet friend yeah back in the day they used to have something some things called armor facing you had front armor rear armor and then side armor land raiders had 14 armor so you had to like roll a ridiculous amount uh you you added your strength to a dice roll and it was just something ridiculous like land raiders were ridiculous to pop like it was it wasn't even like a contest land raiders were, were tough being able to kill one was hard. So the wifey, what she ended up doing was, I believe at the time the rules were if you moved or if you advanced, the only way you could hit it is on a six, a vehicle, a vehicle in general. So she had to hit this Land Raider on a six. She needed to penetrate its armor, which is a 14, which I believe was the highest at that time. And she rolled another six, which was just enough for her to actually roll on the damage table. And vehicles had a damage table back in the day that you would roll on and like one would be shaken, which doesn't do anything like you can't shoot. Three would be like you destroy a weapon. So you actually lose one of the weapons on your vehicle and like five would be wrecked. So you would leave the vehicle on the, on the battlefield, but it was destroyed and people kind of wish that was still. A thing. Oh, I dude, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> Note that and for then, our next narrative yeah, game. We're yeah, leaving right? vehicles, leaving on, the vehicles on the table. Is it for terrain? Yeah. But 100%. And then we're replacing well, the crater. And then, yes. and then the other thing to expand upon that, one of the cool things that started happening in the train world, which sucks because it doesn't happen anymore is people would do exactly what you're saying. They would take like half, they'd take a rhino, they'd cut it in half, Mm -hmm. They'd split it and they would mold it into a crater. Into a crater, yeah. And then you would replace You've got the rhino with the crater. Yes, I do. Yeah. Nowadays, with 3D printing, you can get half-destroyed rhinos. You can find, yep. like, crashed devil fishes. You can find blown-up tanks. The time is now for wrecked vehicles to come back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wrecked, wrecked vehicles would be hot, man. Yes. And on a six, the vehicle would explode and you would put a crater there. Uh, I don't believe that was part of the rules but i think that was kind of the generic thing that everybody would do people they would, would put it one they down would put just a creator yeah, yeah exactly so she flavor. rolled a six to hit she rolled a six for armor penetration she rolled a six to blow it up she rolled three sixes and she blew ball. up my land raider my land raider had never blown up at the time it was the first time she she had blown up land raider i was like the land raider's fine like don't don't worry about it like don't you don't need to attack it you're not going to kill it and she's like no no no. let me I'm roll not, it let me do she this. rolled it out and she rolled as many sixes that she's needed to to blow it up which broke my heart because i put so much love into this land raider this salamander land raider so the love bus yes <laughs> the love bus <clears throat> so that was one of the stories the the wifey blowing up my land raider she doesn't let me forget it <laughs> It, it hurts me to this day. <laughs> so that story, the way I implemented it into the lore for the orcs was the original battle that happened between her orcs and my salamanders was the start of something new. The salamanders, because I no longer play them anymore, I converted them all to Death Watch. The original battle, that battle where she blew up my land raider was the final battle between her orcs and my salamanders, the original armies that, that we played. So they got wiped so out. So they both recruited. got wiped out. Now on this battlefield, which I will relay later, has a little bit of a twist. They both died out, right? So there's nothing left. All these orcs are going to grow into little baby shrooms and whatnot. And, and we'll get to that. Yeah, because orcs know, always come back. Exactly. But just know now that both armies are wiped out. So another story that the wife wanted to implement was Squiggy actually defeating a knight. Uh, if you guys don't know Squiggy, Squiggy is a completely custom gargantuan squiggith that I made. I, I chopped him up and I 3D printed a bunch of pieces. I threw some GW terrain on his back for the house 
Lauda. I did a really, I, I'm pretty proud of the job that I did with Squiggy. It's badass. I, I love him. So the story goes, he actually, we placed second in a doubles tournament with Squiggy. We took Squiggy to a tournament and the wife was my partner and we got to the highest table and the guy had, I, I don't know which night it is, Tom, the, uh, the night with the spear. The Lancer, harpoon. Lancer. No, no, no. Oh, the harpoon? Lancer. Yeah, the harpoon. Uh, uh, Dominus. The do, do, is, is a Dominus class. It's the Valiant. Yeah, the Valiant. The, the thunder harpoon and the Yeah, claw. exactly. So Squiggy took this harpoon yeah. to, the, to, the, to the side. Damn. Yeah, he took, he took it. He's got a big old shoulder pad with a big old hole in it. And that's where he took it. So after he took this, he actually charged that knight and killed that knight. Uh, the knight was obviously already hurt. Skiggy can only do so much damage. But he actually took this knight out. But he actually took, you know, a more he took a mortal wound, you know, a scar that mm -hmm. that he has. Also in this tournament, the table before that, I uh, we were playing Tau. And they had a line of Tau and Squiggy charged up the board and he actually rolled sideways and did a roll into the Tau fire line and killed Shadow Sun. He killed a bunch of fire warriors. I think there was three fire warriors that he ended up charging. But he basically death rolled on this entire army and like wiped out a quarter of the guy's army and they were completely demoralized. It was great. He's a good boy. He was a good boy. So so Squiggy's been around. All right, he's, he's done his work. So I actually have a story that I want to... Uh, the story that I wrote was actually about Squiggy, but the personalized lore, that's where I kind of wanted you guys to kind of help me mold mold things to be pretty cool. So I also when we when we first purchased this army, we got someone we got a Stampa. All right. That's kind of it's kind of a gnarly start, you know, a Stampa. But this yeah. Stampa was already put together. He was kind of he wasn't painted, but he was kind of like jankily put together. He is older than my daughter and my daughter's 10. So his name is Gramps. So we have a Stampa Gramps and we have Squiggy. So those are two Titanic that's units. Why, that's uh, why that's, that's why, why he's she Gramps. always calls Gramps. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So we have Gramps and we have Squiggy. Now, I think I'm going to share Squiggy's origin story because I feel like we can build a lot off of that. I also wrote down why... Uh, I also wrote down how I came up with the story. So the, the main plot points or facts that I, that I wrote were that Squiggy is normally green in color. Outside of combat, he's green. Because if you don't know, Gargantua and Squiggus are green, right? Yeah. If you've seen the Gargantua and Squiggus on like Forge World and whatnot, they're green. Yeah. So John out, War had him green. It exactly. gives you a pretty good so, idea what they look like. Yeah. So Big outside lizard. of combat, Squiggy is green. He is red in combat. So there's a reason for that that I came up with that I'm going to share. But he is green or I'm sorry, he is red in combat. Uh, he has a purple mohawk and he has shades. And I took that as a nod to Bebop. Bebop and Rocksteady from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, if you don't know. Now, the reason I did that was because we have a buddy. Uh, I don't I'm not going to say his name, <clears throat> but he also plays orcs and he made a gargantuan squiggith himself. And this gargantuan squiggith he made out of a, a huge, I believe it was a triceratops. But it looked like a rhino. Stegosaurus. Stegosaurus. Thank you. And so that was, he made Rocksteady and I made Bebop. And we both made these gargantuan squiggies at the same time. His was awesome. He made it out of a Stegosaurus, right? Yeah. And he wrapped a Land Raider around it, it was for armor. That's cool. <laughs> it was sick. There you go, dude. It was fucking sweet. That's cool. So we both have gargantuan squiggies. And that's kind of, I also implemented that into my story. And now I, I wanted to tie these facts into Squiggy's story. And so the story that I came up with was that Squiggy was born on a plain of speckled bloodshade shrooms, which are just the normal mushrooms that sprout up that orcs eat and squigs eat and whatnot. It's just the normal, the normal mushrooms, right? The plain was once a battlefield between orcs and salamanders. Now that battle happened and there was so much blood that it enriched these speckled bloodshade spec such a tongue twister. Speckled bloodshade shrooms. So they were super enriched. 
Okay, so like these are already blood trait, uh, blood shade shrooms. Yes. To begin with. Yes. And then, so that's just the spores that these guys give off. That's the type of mushroom they grow. Right. But then they're not growing in like normal, normal moist conditions. They're exactly. Space marine. It, it, it's, oh it's, yeah. Exactly. They're sucking up space marine blood and corpses. Transhuman blood is being sucked up as the nutrients for Trans-human these. Transhuman fungology. Exactly. There's there's some fuckery <laughs> going on here. Is that why they're all T5? Is that why <laughs> that's, they're going that's up That's why T5? they will be. <laughs> all right, so it was here that so much blood was spilled on both sides, none had been left alive. Unfortunately for the orcs, the battlefield was, was covered in a thin layer of soil because beneath this soil, about a foot deep, there's an old adamantium plate of unknown origins that was a thousand miles long in all directions. This causes sports to not produce anything past the snotling. So because of that, orcs need, they need, orcs need a lot of room in order to mature. So this like they got they gotta actually like grow like, yeah they like grow potatoes in exactly. the ground okay yeah. okay station pod exactly in a way a fungoid pod like like a cicada exactly they need room they need room and they didn't have it because the soil was so was so thin, thin. yeah so this big plate exactly so this big plate reached thousands a thousand miles in every direction so it causes spores to not produce anything past the snotling because orc fungoid pods need more room to mature. Now, this is the story of one squig, which sat at the center of it all. Normally, gargantuan squigus are, are more of like an art form. Normally, they're bred in the pits by snake bites, snake bites being the orcs of the old ways. They're the ones who like to breed squigs, and they have like prized gargantuan squigus and whatnot. And they're not, they're, that's how they're normally created or born. Now, Squiggy, on the other hand, he was born alone. He was born on the, a bed of space marine enriched speckled bloodshade shrooms. Oh, yeah. And because of this, he grew exponentially. So he's like a wild squig as opposed yes. to a domestic raised. Well, normally when. Well, domestic as far as orcs are concerned. Yeah, right? yeah. Like like a couple of snotlings trying to control squigs. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Is, I mean, it, it That's why you happens. need a runt herd. Yeah. 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 You, need, you need the runt herd. Well, yeah. They're like the, what do you call them? They're like the farm dogs, runt, I guess. Runt, runt herds. Um, runt herds traditionally herd snotlings and Gretchen. Gretchen and Snotlings are in charge of taking care of squigs. The, the food. Yeah. I feel like Fantasy Warhammer had this part of the orc culture more well, in, detailed. In Ages, in Ages Sigmar, goblins are their own like playable race. But uh, in, in the orc lore that we covered a couple of episodes ago, we, we mm -hmm. did specifically talk about where Gretchen and, and Grotz fall into and how they deal with squigs. But we've right. also, we also are going <laughs> to, we all decided we needed a squig episode at a certain point because squigs are crazy. Yes, I love squigs, dude. Hence, hence squigs. And there's a lot mm -hmm. in squig culture. That's not even a thing. In squig herding and yeah. squig husbandry. <laughs> Yeah, so normally snake bites, they breed these gargantuan squigas and grow them and feed them only the best like fungi formula. That's how they get these gargantuan squigas. Right. It's like a prize pig or like a prize cow, I guess. Yeah. Like blue ribbon like pig kind of thing. Yeah. What, what, what's, that, what's that dude's name? Charlotte's Web? Wilbur. Wilbur. It's like Wilbur, but fat and bigger and meaner. And he has With two legs and, and teeth. And ornery. Because he got all them teeth and no there, there's a there's a piece of art I saw this last week that had a, a snot not a snotling a Gretchen laying down with a sniper rifle inside of a squig's mouth. Oh hell yeah, that's awesome! <laughs> that's that, that is great, awesome. dude. That is actually super cool. So sneak attack. So as Squiggy was around, he became greener and larger and larger, and eventually Squiggy ran into another fairly large squig. Now this is where I tied in my buddy's gargantuan squig into the story. Uh, he, he ran into another fairly large squig with a horn on its face. And the, although pensive at first, he eventually warmed, they warmed up to one another 
and there was plenty of enriched bloodshade shrooms to go around and also a bunch of other smaller squigs that they could eat. And there, there, there was plenty of food to go around is my point. So they had no reason to fight each other. There, yeah, it wasn't like there was only one patch of shrooms. Exactly. This to... is thousand. This is a thousand miles. Of, this is paradise. This is Squiggy paradise. Yeah. Right. So Squiggy and his friend were in Orky heaven for a long time. Living off the land seemed like there was an infinite supply of food and fun and just just it was great. Right. So Squiggy and his friend at this point are gargantuan. They're huge and they're happy as squigs can be. Now, this all came crashing down when two rival speedwas blew through a field of their food. Now, these speedwas are actually my wifey's and my own. So the way I implemented that into it was I have Warboss Mork. She has Warboss Gorka. So Warboss Mork and the boys and Warboss Gorka and the gut rippers. There's no male or female orcs. Uh, the, the joke that Ryan and I kind of came up with was the uh, were boob squigs. Yeah, boob squigs, yeah. Why, wifey yeah, yeah. didn't like them. Why, wifey did not like boob what? squigs. What? <laughs> She's you like, why can't? You specially breed boob squigs. Yeah. And then, and then you have them bite your chest, and then you put on yeah. a sister battle corset. Exactly. And then you put on your best voice, and you go, Oi, I'm here to fight oh, and crump. Oh, shit. I'm here to crump and get laid. She will hate this. I'm going to have her listen to I'm all out of key. I guess I'll just crump a bunch. <laughs> It's the only appropriate Not use only of the work. awful fucking accent is an orc trying to sound like a proper like a sister lady. battle. <laughs> and Tom's over here, like literally just about to shake his head. No, nah, Tom threw a table. I mean, it's cool. We edited it out. There was a there was a 15 minute brawl. So the brawl. reason the reason uh, the lore that I came up with is the reason that there's two speedwas on this planet is because. The two separate sides of this thousands of miles of adamantium plate, that's where the spores spread and eventually two mobs came about. Now one so mob- they, So they were separated so that the, the fungi spreads out because right. it, it can't go down. Right. And it can kind of only go up a certain amount before and, it'll topple. Exactly. So instead of going up and down, like, you know, kind of like, like it just spread it as towering. far as it could yeah, until it, it could find a prime out. spot. So these mobs grew up far enough away from each other that, that they're they like two different other. tribes. Yes. Now I like it. I dig it. Because uh, see, I was thinking maybe it was like two different pit crews got a race. <laughs> that'd be fun. That'd be funny. <laughs> maybe we could maybe we could work it in. We, 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 we could definitely work it. This in. is about this is about figuring out what works best. Exactly. So you can always exactly. This is just my idea. I wanted to, yeah. to yeah, kind of yeah. gather everyone's ideas. This was this was basically the, the the custom lore that I came up with that ties Squiggy to the middle of all of it because I love Squiggy. There's no reason not to tie tie him around all of this. Oh yeah. So they they were born on two separate sides of this adamantium plate. Now, because of the the battle was so large, there was a stompa involved. This was like an apocalyptic sized battle. This wiped out an entire company of salamanders, right? So the battle was so large that there's all this orc tech left behind. These vehicles, these bikes, a stompa. All this stuff is left behind for these orcs to eventually adventure out and gather and and collect. So on on Warboss Mork's side, they have all the trucks all the all the cars all the fancy the, the fancy buggies you know the 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 boom deck of snaz wagons the boom wagon. deck of snaz wagons the rucka truck squig buggies the <laughs> temperamental shock drive fucking they, they got all kinds of shit shock jump drags shock to jump nonsense shock drags to nonsense exactly yeah and on the other side is all the war bikers I'm assuming on this. So what what kind of I was thinking was that uh, on this side was a flanking biker squad got wiped out. And now there's a bunch of bikes just laying around and 
Warboss Gorka and the Gut Rippers were on that side. And now they got a bunch of bikes and a bunch of DACA, you know? So that's kind of the idea where these two speedwas were were formed and now they rival each other because they both have different beliefs but are a part of the same culture. So again, this all came crashing down when these two speedwas spotted both these gargantuan squiggas. So when these speedwas spotted these two massive beasts, they they looked at them as they were two as if they were two white whales angling to take them down. They separated them to possibly never be seen again. I like I like that a lot because that that like implies the I like the literary literary connection. Exactly, Moby Dick. Yeah, Moby that's, Dick that's sick. Exactly, dude. exactly. You know, Skiggy looks like that. The the white whale man. What was what's the uh, the ship the the captain's Captain name? Captain Abat. A- A- Ahab. Ahab. Yeah. Ahab. Yeah. Yeah. War boss Ahab. <laughs> Dude, that would that'd be, be cool. cool, right? Out of the out of the new guys, the beast snagger, whatever. Oh, Majiggers, there you go. You got make the, a, the white the white squig one. Yeah. Yeah. Make them hunting white the great white squig. Oh yeah, those are coming. I'm, put a I'm fucking, already broke put a because fucking of those. captain hat on it. That'd be sick. Make uh, them all because they're all because they're all supposed to be like big squig hunter anyways. Yeah. Oh yeah. Get them all nautical themed. Exactly. <laughs> So they separated the two, possibly never to be seen again. Now, the reason I left this open-ended is because I haven't I haven't played with my buddy that had this other gargantuan squid in a long time. So I was thinking maybe, hey, maybe one day I'll buy another squig off and I'll have, or I'll buy a gargantuan squig off and I'll have a, I'll, I'll have my rock steady, you know, and they'll, they'll meet each other again. You know, it, it adds a little bit of a, uh, like some, it's some like hope. A, it's like a love story. Exactly. It's like some hope. You add a little bit of hope. To the grim dark universe. Well, yeah, because it's if it's always grim dark, then it becomes like jaded. So exactly. You need, you need those little moments of hope to go crashing down. Exactly. So you leave a little bit of like loss in there, right? Yeah. So Warboss Mork and the boys took down and captured Skiggy. I'm sorry, no, they captured. Uh, I had to change this because uh, the wifey actually wants Squiggy on her side. So Warboss Mork actually Uh-oh. got yes. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. So Warboss Mork actually chased down the horned Squigoth. Now, Warboss Gorka and the get the the gut rippers, they tracked down or they took down Squiggy. So they captured they captured Squiggy because they reached him first, being the faster speed mob. Being on bikes might be a little bit quicker. Look, I'll be quicker. So leaving Warboss Mork to find his horn friend or find the horn friend. Warboss Mork, Warboss Gorka. God damn, that's gonna be <laughs> having having to have this is gonna be rough. So Warboss Gorka ordered the boys to prepare Squiggy to be battle ready ASAP. Now, unfortunately, Squiggy hasn't reached, or he reached such a size purely through eating. He didn't have to fight to become the size that he was. All he did was eat. So the boys had to torture him into being battle ready. Metal stakes were bolted into his body to help with his combat effectiveness. You know, running into things and whatnot, you got a big old stake sticking out of you. You're probably gonna, you're probably gonna mess something up. And he was beaten over and over again until he had nothing left but rage and loss in his emotions. He, he, he lost paradise, essentially. Now, in his oversized squiggy heart, he had nothing left but loss and rage. Through these torches, his green color deepened into a dark red, becoming the mark of a frenzied bloodlust. He lost his freedom, he lost his friend, and he lost paradise. So this is the idea that I had where I actually painted Squiggy to be half green and half red. So as he goes into battle, he, he becomes gets mad. And he gets mad, color. exactly. Kind of like a nod to Red Hulk. Mm-hmm. Or the Hulk. Or like when you like old games when you're like, oh, when's this dude going to die? How much health is he? Oh, he's flashing red. Exactly. So Squiggy also has blinders on. 
So he has those blinders because he's, I guess it was almost like an elephant kind of thing. You know how elephants kind of More after elephant. a while. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I gave him blinders because it's kind of like a, like a horse thing. You know how horses yeah, have horses. the, yeah, they have blinders on the side so they don't get scared by, by things off like in the distance yeah. or they're not distracted. So he has they, blinders yeah, whenever not, he's going in, whenever he's going in, whatever. So this is kind of the story that I came up with for Squiggy and the orcs as a whole. If you guys have any idea on how you want to kind of further that, that was kind of the gist of what I came up with. I like it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about it. How, how do you how do you feel about it, Ryan? So so a lot of a lot of your story kind of centers around Squiggy and his buddy. Yes. So I, I like I really like that idea, but you kind of did set up as far as your lore is concerned, you did set up that there are two of these giant squigoths. Yes. And you that, only have one. And I only have and one. And you only have one. That's and, that's a five hundred dollar uh, that's a five hundred dollar debt you're you're trying to you're, you're trying to sell. I, I got you, I got you. But then the other thing that you kind of, but but you know sometimes your lore doesn't have to match what, what you, you actually have. table. I got you. But to expand upon that, the other thing that I was thinking was, have these was you know that obviously they've had their little clash, they've split up, they they sent the squigos at each other. There's been some combat between them, or is right. that not part of the story yet? That's not really part of the story yet. They've mostly because they're so far away from each other as they're gathering like all the you know past things from the from the war gathering right, all right. The, the things from the old battle like for example uh war boss mork because gorka got the she got squiggy right uh, war boss mork got the stampa she got uh he got gramps okay, okay. so war so boss he was, mork has gramps he was able to like cobble enough bits together to make a stampa no so the stampa was already there that was from the apocalyptic battle against the salamanders yeah oh so it was like just in the middle of the field it was just Cool. Exactly. Basically, this army the, is the children. Exactly, the, the children spawn, of the original battle. The spawn of the original exactly battle. as as the we next generation. As yeah. we mentioned in our orc episodes, the shrine to Gorkenmork that is the Stampa. Yes, magically, miraculously survived intact. That's for right. the next generation. That's right. For the next mech boy to find and be like, oh, I like it. That's a big gubbin. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, so that's you know, you play now. you play these orcs a lot against us. Yes. And your wifey plays these orcs a lot against us. So what, you know, do they, do they find a space Hulk? Do they find a teleporter to, to get off planet? Yeah. How are they getting off the planet? So that I wasn't too sure about yet. That's kind of where I wanted to, wanted you guys help to uh, like, is, is this like their origin? Like uh, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like this is more of well, like yeah, their origin. Yeah, that's what yeah. it sounds like. Yeah, and th all the battles that they've had, like with Imperial Guard, with right. Eldar. I mean, basically, basically afterward. what you're talking about right now is that you have you have two armies that well, not even you have two you have two big groups of orcs. Yeah, two speed walls. Yeah, guys. you got two you got two big groups of orcs. Um, with some super weapons, with some, with right. some big stuff, and but but you haven't fought anything yet. Right, you're all just. You fought each other. You're just like, it is a true essence of an origin story because they were born there. Right. So what you have to figure out now what do is they want? How, how do they, they get in a rock? Well, no, 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 no. How do they combine? And then how do they figure out who's in charge moving forward? So yeah, then, yeah, there you go. Because you got, go, you got Gork, you, know, you like got Gorka and you got Mork. Yeah. And are, are those two, you know, in, in a, in a, who's in a the table war boss sense, kind of thing? Yeah. Are those so, two HQ units that are under a bigger war boss or is one of those going to end up being the biggest war boss? So that's what I'm not too sure about. I believe there might be a bigger war boss because 
I usually run one to two war bosses in my armies. Like I, I like to try running one on foot and then I try to run the war boss. One on bike. Right. Yeah. Just because he's awesome. Oh yeah. Uh, so, and the, the thing is that Gorka is actually on foot and Mork is on a bike. Now I can put Mork in mega armor and I can put Gorka on a bike somehow, but uh, I mean, her model's on a, is just on foot. Just bear with me here. Yes. What if a mech boy finds a squig and it's a, it's a normal size squig, but it's very reminiscent of Squiggy himself. And then that mech boy decides that the only way to settle this conflict is to entomb that squig in a hulking set of armor. And then your biggest war boss is a, is a, you know, a war boss in mega armor, but oh, it's actually but a squig. It's a squig. <laughs> Oh, so instead of having an so, orc head, you just take like an age of Sigmar dude, squig and plug squig, it in, dude. man. That would be legit. Be I, I, do, I do have I do have the Horkbuster. Oh yeah, I have the Horkbuster. Well, what what I would what I would say is that if you want if you want something outside, like I kind of like the idea that you were saying of like an outside war boss. Yeah, a, right. a bigger so to pull them together. That's so so what might be really <laughs> cool is a rock hits this planet. Oh. oh, and the two war bosses join together to fight this big war boss, war boss that's on the planet. But then, you know, whatever, maybe they don't end up losing. Maybe it's one of those like perpetual fights right. that lasts for like so long. And, they just and then the war boss decides, you know what? Like we've been, we've been fighting for a long time. Let's take this. Let's take this else. somewhere else. Like yeah. let's you, you fight with me. You know, like you, I'll lead us out. Good. Yeah. yeah. Like I'll lead us out. You guys fight with me and I'll take you to fight better. You know, like, yeah. cause that's the thing I'll is like, they've, to, they've never the left. Land. Yeah. They've never left. So they both have aspirations towards fighting in these bigger wads. Right. So this, this war boss that lands is like, Hey, I got, I got the flying technology or you got or, the, fu- you know, you got the, the Stompa, you got the squig. I got so a, he could be a messenger. Uh, I'll, I'll let you go right now. Yeah. Kev. But he could be a messenger because I have Gosgul. He can be like, "Hey, I'm a part of Gosgul's wall that's yeah, passing yeah, through." Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's exactly. I am. Yeah, a, yeah. I am. A, I'm that's a messenger an because we're on our no way. Parlay. We're on our way. Exactly. Because that's the thing is, Gaz has that psychic pull. Like, hey, I see you crump good. Yeah. Join, join Gaz in this yeah. wall. As long as Mork looks back at Gorka and Gorka nods, and then Mork kicks the emissary into a giant pit. Screaming, this is Orca. <laughs> this is Orca. <laughs> All right. So Sorry, my, I just got, my gears I just got been turning while y'all been talking. And I got I got some interesting little flavors to throw in here. So going back to uh, like what I said earlier, like they could be rival like pit, pit crew games oh, right, for right. racing. So hear me out. Instead of being like just super spread out on this plateau of uh, adamantium, adamantium. So, one, switch the adamantium with Blackstone for oh. spooky Necron reference. Oh. And it gives a reason. Because, like, adamantium breaks down. Blackstone doesn't. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's it. It could be a tomb world. Yeah. Ooh, okay. And that's, every world was a tomb world, Ryan. I mean, they all are, but it's fine. <laughs> so that's that, the size that of the point. Just kind of, like, just to weave in a little <laughs> yeah, more yeah. flavor there. So that's, no, that's I like kinda, that a lot better. Yeah, I, I like, because the only reason I chose adamantium was because I was like, hey, what is the, what is the strongest? Room. Oh, I got it. <laughs> so and instead of just being at random points on this thing they're like on opposite completely dead opposite sides right 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 and then the reason they're like because they're speed wall right right they race around it it's a racetrack oh 
And eventually oh. they're like, oh, I'm tired of just racing against each other. Yeah, yeah. So so that's kind of how they, they that's and that's another part of how they fight each other. Yeah, like they, they meet up and they're like, rather than just fast crumping, yeah, they, yeah. they race. Yeah. And they compete against each other. And then you could do the later in add in the big war boss. Right, right. But right. for now, whoever wins is the boss till the next race. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So, so. And then. They run out of Prometheum on this planet, right? Because right. it's already it's an old planet. It's already right. fought over a bunch of times. So that's why they leave. Okay. Or, or they're looking to try no, and no, no, no. To okay. try to go race, find more people to race against and more gas. Okay, hold on. So let's build on that. So yes, hundred percent Blackstone. Yes, hundred percent. They agree. they fight each other by racing. Yeah, yes. Totally love this. That's totally all about it. I love that. You think about like yeah. think about setting that up as like a big race, and you have a giant squig on one side, like jumping while they they're passing the, the finish line, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then you have a stompa coming up. That's like you oh, just got all dude. the flags the going. Stompa is the flag. Yeah, thing. yeah, dude. So so imagine that, right? So then that's cool, right? Um, rock outside hits right right hits like dead center right these guys are on the poles right and they come to the they come to the center to race right well yeah. rock hits dead center uncovers blackstone necrons wake up yeah it sends out the signal it, it's or it's, or or just just to, right. just to, to is really super quick okay, right. <laughs> the necron <laughs> the necron uh timer reaches out and sends a signal out and a nearby war boss slams the rock into the planet because he wants it no 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 okay no not 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 that rock hits because he's traveling by right and can feel you know because they feel the psychic energy of fire right, right. right? Yeah, well, yeah. well maybe so, you can see the racetrack yeah from the so that's from it's orbit. Exactly. Yeah. You can see yeah. orbit. he's on yeah. his way to join gasgul but yeah. he sees this like planet and he's like is that a racetrack you know and then so he ends Gems up crashing <laughs> yeah so he's like we need that for Gazgul's crusade, right? Because that's his, he's passing by. Right, So right. he then decides now, crash into the planet. But when he crashes into the planet, Necrons wake up. So now there's a Necron, like, excursion. Like, the Necrons are starting to come out of this hidden tomb. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you guys, like, you know, the two war bosses on the planet are like, whoa, what's happening? And at the center, they see this big, like, this big orc war boss fighting this, like, massive, like, he's overwhelmed now. Right, right. Because the Necron, like, he basically, he hit the hornet's nest. Right. So now the two war bosses are like, get off our planet. What's going on? What's happening? Because it ruined the racetrack. <laughs> oh, right? you fucked up me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now they start fighting the Necrons. So now the Necrons, once they've defeated them, right, because the orcs, you know, basically the two orc war bosses defeat the orcs and by helping this boss in the middle. And he says at that point, you know what? You got this is exactly what I wanted. Like I was they coming here because yourselves. I was on my way to Gaza's war. You, we need you. Look how good you guys did against these guys. Come with me. Yeah. And then that's how they that's now how they expand. Get off yeah. yeah. So okay. now you have giant a rock fleet, right? Which you've now, created off of. Now, this. is there any way to change it from Necrons? Just because I have never played Necrons with my orcs, right? So it doesn't fit into exactly. So I'm just saying I can. I, no, I, no, I will I, keep it. I got. I got an idea. I got an idea. Oh yeah, we can definitely make Since it. We've, yeah, yeah. Demons. I, 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 I got, love the idea. Easy, yeah. boom, demons. We've got. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Mark. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a dormant demon planet. Yep, dormant demon worlds mm -hmm. until the rock demon hits. shrine in the yep. middle. Oh, yeah, that's that's and the, the problem. Impact. The, yep. the impact wakes up 
some demons. Oh, you brought it up. You brought up cicadas earlier. It's a demon world that goes through like a thousand year cycle. Metamorphosis cycle where all yeah. the demons So all the, the demons, these, these demon or engines. Or not even necessarily demons necessarily, just indigenous, whatever terrible indigenous yeah. life form. Yeah. Nonsense. Oh, and like, it's been held off because the racing has thrown off the planet's gravitational pull because you've been racing around the equator. Oh, so it's slowing or it down. Or slowing it down, yeah. yeah. But now you've woken it up and it's pissed because it hasn't been able to come back because you threw off its gravitational Ooh, pull or all the, the or all so the burning gnarly. of yep. the promethium has, yeah, has the fucked up the climate yep to a point where like Ooh. this they, these like murder all of the insects right. so, or so are we going yeah, with demons yeah. or are we going with indigenous species i think i think i think what? it's a i think it's an indigenous species that has figured out or or has it's a demon world but it's a demon world that goes through like a thousand year cycle of wakefulness or non-wakefulness like mm -hmm. every thousand years it passes through the warp or something who fucking knows right but because of that yeah, there's enough that demon energy there's enough never born energy on the planet that it uh, bonded with whatever like indigenous. metallic based indigenous life lived there so i think like the murder spiders that are fucking made famous because of the Horus heresy. Right. But like, like just like a tyrannid, like a, like an insectoid race that's mm -hmm. covered in armor plates, but now they're demon infested armor plates. Oh, okay. because that's the way that demon you find. Yeah. Mark, Mark had a shit ton of demon engines. They're there natural. Okay. They're yeah. naturally occurring demon engines. Cause yeah. that's the thing. Demons, the Neverborn can't stay anchored in our universe without parts of our universe attached to them. So That's what, why what, demon engines, they get bound into something. What are demon engines? Cause they can be bound maybe into those. So basically, orc. so basically when you want to summon an in, uh, when you want to summon a demon for a long period of time, mm -hmm. you have to anchor it to our realm. You have to anchor it in With the material realm. So the way that they normally do that, the way that warp smiths normally do that is they start like hammering fucking steel plates and weapons onto demons. Oh, okay. And then that anchors the demon in the material realm for longer. So gotcha. like a demon prince or like Bellacor or any of those big named demons, they can come into the material plane, but they can't Stay. always exist here. At a certain point, they have to go back to the, the warp. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. so, so, so a demon like, engine gets around that, but demon engines are usually lesser demons. It's gotcha. like a demon like, prince isn't going to let themselves be turned into a demon engine. Right. right. And there's 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 like more to it, like because they have like the, the animal looking like war dog ones. Right. And like those ones, it's legitimately they build a mechanical kind of like dog thing mm -hmm. and then they bind the demon soul to it. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's the like other way a, they, they can do it. They can build the construct and then put a demon in okay, it. So I was thinking about it wrong it's not like a, a demon is looking for something to possess and it's like hey no i know they're like ooh. legitimately no, like so pulled what, out of the warp and yeah. then bound into so, so you know, like, you've like, got, a, like obliterators so what you've got is you have an indigenous race of you know like these whatever. human insectoid whatever the fuck right. right that died hundreds of millions of years ago right and, and but up. they were demon worshipers so they had built all of these constructs buried deep in the catacombs of the planet oh. that, that you have no idea about, right. but they're buried deep under the surface so that when this rock hits, he hits into one of these things, opens up a Awakens portal, all these and then demons. all of these demons. Oh, okay. It's like, imagine, uh, do you remember Hellboy and the Golden Army? Yeah. Like yeah. how they like they came I was to thinking like Stargate. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like like imagine something like that. Like they've 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 opened the gate. 
I was you thinking know. like pitch black. Ooh. Yeah. Or, yeah, or, oh, yeah. Ooh. oh, I was going the with the mummy. Hits. This is crazy. Oh, that's a good one too. The yeah. rock hits. Everybody went out of different orbit. way. Yeah. It goes dark, like pitch black. Oh, and they all, and they all fucking come back because it's fucking nighttime and they can't speed wall at night. So they, 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 they oh. like calm down for a second and then all the fucking things come out. I, I do. I do like that. But I also I, I, I like the I idea mean, these of are implementing. All good ideas. I like the idea. They're all gnarly. Yeah. yeah. Gorka. Looks like you're on the wrong side of the Gor- Gor- Gorka. <laughs> looks like I've got all the war buggies. Mork. Looks like you're on the wrong side of the river. Come on, man. Just put it in there. <laughs> the mummy. But I was thinking, because you said. Billy Zane. <laughs> you said you said tomb complex. So yeah. it could be like these big sound that that's what happened. The, the, the fungi can't go down far enough because there's these big black stone or sandstone or whatever. Right underneath and then this rock hitting it breaks that tomb and then because because that happens like like fresh air whatever catalyst is needed flows in and all the demon constructs come back i do like the idea of implementing demons yeah i do like that because we did play mark and that was that was great yeah we did and plus you also have the demons demons. i do have some demons i I also have demons myself You, you couldn't use tyranids though because there was that one game. The other, the other cool, yeah. <laughs> the other cool thing that I thought of, if you want to go with the Necron, especially since I have plans at some point to have every Xenos army, and I know that there, and I know that there's been some other dabbles in potentially doing Necrons, is that could be the shared like like game club. So I'm gonna throw, army. I'm gonna his, throw his a wrench. Crons. It's like, oh yeah, shit. Microns come from the same planet. You were, you woke microns up. Microns are now pissed and are chasing you. So whoever gets, crons, but you don't know that they're chasing that they're you <laughs> because, they're, <laughs> because the orcs are like, fuck it, we're going to the oh, next well, fight. We're gonna go we find gone. a bigger race. <laughs> so I'm gonna throw a wrench in all this. I actually, um, I want to tie in all of my armies to one another. So that's why I really like the idea of Tom's demons, like awakening demons, because I will eventually, I will eventually have a corn army, a corn demon army. Eventually he'll build one. Yes. Eventually. One. They mostly get built at night. Mostly. <laughs> Mostly. So, well, and, and as we, you know, I, I dropped the teaser last episode about my uh, home sector, my subsector lore, and my subsector is entirely designed around giving a home base. The same thing. Mm-hmm. All of my armies kind of can play this as a home base. Exactly. Yeah. So well, that's why. But also, too, I mean, you know, you don't have to. I, I know you want to tie in all your stuff, and that's yes. cool. This doesn't have to be that way you tie it in. I mean, you said no, yourself, you're like, no. I don't want it to be Necrons because I haven't played Necrons. That's fine. I, I made Disney characters. I, I haven't fought Ursula. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. I, you know, I, I know. Like, I know. No, no, no. But, but, I get where he's coming from, though. No, I mean, was, so do I. I'm just saying you don't have no, to. No, no, no. Like, by no means. This is just how I want to flavor. OK, yeah, yeah then that's yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah, OK. It's like, just how saying, I yeah, I just wanted that to be sure. Like, a Yarrick until exactly. I shot up Gasgold. Yeah. No, and that's there you go. Yeah, yeah totally cool. I'm saying it more or less for the viewers out there that like you absolutely don't have to do it this way. Yeah, and you don't you don't you don't have to tie everything into a central theme. That's just like. You know, these these are the armies that I own. I'm central theming them. Yeah, but I'm I want to cut it off right here just because this I mean we can we can go forever. Oh, we could we can go forever about tying in things, but this was more of the the brainstorming aspect of of creating the the flavor or lore of your own army. So you brainstorm. And I I am one hundred percent sure Ryan and all the guys would be more than happy to help you 
for a small fee. No, <laughs> yeah, help you fee. help you build lore on, on your own army. I, I'm pretty oh, sure we did it a couple what, weeks what's, ago. What's the name? Do you want for your uh, your big war boss? Because we're we're pretty. Hit, we're, you're set on there being a bigger war boss than your war boss. I liked right? I liked uh, Ryan's idea of having a squig. <laughs> really? Squig yeah, really? I love that. I idea. don't. I don't I necessarily. So, so, so to expand oh. upon that, especially since we've kind of brainstormed away from the idea, but I but I think it's a fucking hysterical it's idea. Awesome. It's a you, good joke. You you should make a- it you should make it as a figure and then it's being held by chains yeah by grots like oh. grots have to contain this thing oh. because it's not smart well, at all it I just attacks a, i have a model or, for it That's so it's why not a war it. boss so it's not a war oh. boss it's just the size of a war boss <laughs> and when oh, and when okay. the grots can no longer control it oh, that's cool because <laughs> it's just a squig the squig's like i'm gonna fuck the thing in front of me up and then the thing next like there is no they have like process. a shut off button yeah. on his chest like bane dude. It turns yeah. off it turns off the war suit so it just like crumples <laughs> to the ground and then the squig is like dancing around inside oh of it. So here, here's my gears returning a little bit. Um kind of taking a little bit of ideas like what Ryan said about how the orcs like just the the doc just like staples the head on it. Oh right. Half orc half squig. Ooh. See I, I don't like those ideas. You don't you don't it's, no, too, like, like, it's too comedy. Like it's too Remember what I was talking about in orcs, like some of the other episodes? They made like, a racetrack you could see from orbit. <laughs> I know, I know, and that's pushing. Tom's like, it. no, like, that's badass. That's yeah, that's cool. But like, I'm also like bikes. But, but I'm also thinking like I'm also thinking like the game Mad Max. The the um you know came out a couple of years ago for PlayStation great, and PC and everything. Game, yeah, 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 yeah that's an amazing game. Cool. Like it, the entire planet they insinuate that the entire planet in that game is one giant desert now. Right. And like the entire point of that game is racing around. So if the entire planet is a desert, right. And these dudes are just racing around constantly. There's probably going to be, especially if the, the walls get big enough. Why wouldn't there be a racetrack scene from space? Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. See? You can That's see why I love the idea from space. You can yeah. see a speed wall. You cannot actually I'm just saying, see the great Give me two things and I'll come really? up with your stupid no, name of your big war box. Oh, you oh, can, so you can, however, see the great pyramids from space. I know the pyramids yeah. you can see and you can see nobody, Luxor, nobody but that's only because contrast. Nobody gives a shit about this, guys. Nobody cares about the wall of China. Only because you have no idea where it is. That is besides the point. We're talking about my orcs right now. The Great Wall of China. So, yeah. and, and this could also, and this could also bring in because because I know you had mentioned before wanting to make like a war rig. This yes. could totally bring in the whole idea of even playing those custom games that we've talked about. Where like maybe one of the races is literally you have to. The, your goal is to get the war rig from the beginning of the racetrack to the end of the racetrack, you, and the other guy's goal so, is to blow up the war rig. So I and wanted Tom's to come Imperial up with, Knights are coming in from all sides. I, I to so these racetracks could be fucking scorched and covered with like fucking blown up vehicles. There is no everywhere. reason that these just wouldn't every year get bigger and bigger and bigger because more blasts Dude. and oh, yeah. more wrecked crap everywhere. So I like your idea about the whole Pr- uh, Promethean being low thing because running uh, out of like Promethean. A, as a nod to Waterworld, where they're running that out of too. oil. 
and uh, wasteland or, exactly. and or not wasteland, yeah, yeah, uh, everything right Mad, Mad, basically any apocalypse exactly so I are want, there orcs that hide under the sand smoking cigarettes yeah and then <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry you brought yeah. it up you I'm brought up not. water worlds okay yeah, yeah. Why not? yeah absolutely so this war rig produces promethean so it's like one of the best like the most what, what do you call oh, it? it's like a mobile refinery exactly yeah exactly. Gas town. what yeah. if there yeah what if there was a giant controlled by it here's here's your tie-in to the way that the arc economy works boss is the, the one is that the gas man no 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 here's here's the tie-in to art culture and what you guys were talking about earlier we're talking about like gretchen and Graz and how they fit in right it's a titanic like think of like like four sand crawlers from star wars across yeah, and yeah. like 10 deep it's a titanic sized Maybe it's an old fucking Mechanicus crawler. Or like all a, it does is crawl across Leviathan, this like yeah, massive the, command barge one. No, no, no. I'm thinking like so the Mechanicus is known for making specific Titanic like support uh, vehicles, support vehicles right. that only work for one planet. Oh, OK. So they that they this build one is here. It's just here. And they yeah. did just release a model that was a uh, tank aircraft carrier. Yeah. Oh, there's a model on uh, the company that you sent to me that makes the feudal world guys. Yes. They uh, released uh, uh, an image. It's an aircraft carrier. Yeah. But it's on tank oh, tracks. Yeah. Oh, that looks yeah. Sick. Uh, it's in the Arma mod. The Imper- uh, Imperator Nantis or something. But, like that. Anyway, it's a giant aircraft the, carrier. Uh, with tank I, yeah. Exactly. So you got you got you got one of these tit- old abandoned Titanica Collegica yes. vehicles. It's and its entire be- purpose is to convert the red dirt of this into planet into Promethean or, yeah. or some fuel Some source. Kind of fuel, yeah. And the only the things that could right. figure the, the only things that could figure out how to run it in the Orcoid culture were Gretchen. So it is completely controlled by it's Gretchen. Like the Golden Throne. And it's like these guys being held together. Yeah. And makes these the guys stuff called fast coal. <laughs> yeah, fast That's coal. Yeah, right. Go it's red, it's red, so it's red charcoal. It makes it's just, them, it makes it's stuff just go juice. fast. Yeah. And these guys it's red charcoal, so they call it fast coal. And shit. Like maybe it's maybe what it is. It's it's fucking harvesting bits of these demon engines. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that's wild. that's what it's actually doing. So it's they're powered by demons. Their vehicles are powered they're powered, by demons. Yeah, they're powered by oh. demons. Well, powered by, by about, demon bits. Well, think that's about what summons the demons. Well, yeah. think they about this. Consume enough of them that corn like. In, in Akinasha, right, yeah. which was that, that red planet that, right, that, that Tower Farsight was on, yeah. the, the sand wasn't sand. Mm-hmm. It was it old was buildings, buildings. Oh, no that shit. had been worn down to powder. Yeah. Oh, so this is like an old hive world. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, so this like, could like have a, been like a like a golden age of technology hive. Yeah, world. this could have yeah. been one of those worlds right, that, so no turned to chaos. Yeah, that, well, that turned okay, to chaos. Yeah, yeah. It could just be like that's just the, the planet. Well, yeah. the planet was corrupted. They worshipped corn, right? right? Yep. And they then all, the it was then, a giant shrine. Yeah, it was a huge shrine world, right? For corn, and then they all died. Yep. Right, and then the planet, the planet you know eroded away to be just this desert planet right and, and then, then this, the mechanicus, this the mechanicus finds, it. finds it because they're like they, oh there's so much metal resources but here. the inquisition shuts it down yeah and then okay. the salamanders end up fighting uh an, what, an orc that right? could yeah, be the or, reason that yeah, could be the whole orcs. reason the space marines were there the space marines were there to get the because of the planet the mechanic yeah to get yeah, the, to the mechanic out the mechanic. Yeah. okay there you go Just man the, so you got this they, giant they thing mission. they weren't yep. able to get that well because they this. were there they did they did you know basically said hey look this is heresy like we're getting way too like psychers are dying here because of the 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 shock the nastiness the shock waves coming from the center of the planet we need to get out of here the salamanders landed all of this attention on this planet drew an orc wall the orcs landed they 
said, now we really got to go. Then this huge battle pursued while they were trying to get the Mechanican out. Okay. Right. Mechanican got out. What was left was the orcs and the, the space Marines. It's left now to the orcs. Right. Orcs. Now your orcs are born. Yes. Your story takes over. And they basically begin to find these like remnants, these relics from the Mechanican, right. which they use start using the sand, which is oxidization of like metal. Right. They use it to recompile it into a fuel source. Right. With that then, like coal. That yeah. then releases yeah. psychic energy yeah. that when uh, this other uh, war boss was passing through, notices the racetrack, all this stuff. Oh, cool. When he lands, he cracks the planet, right? The planet cracks to where, and that's yeah, to where last, it's like danger. Like, it, now the planet it's completely unstable right right it's cracked it's, yeah, it's cracked to the point of death corn spilling out of that shrine now corn is starting to spill out it's going after everything and everything because you're covered in this dust yeah you know so then now you have to get out yeah. so yeah. that's the reason you have to leave brainstorming over boom yeah yeah that's, yeah, that's go, it for this Handled. episode guys thanks for joining us <laughs> <laughs> So, so uh, dude, it's going to be really hard to break us out of brainstorming, but I love that. I really love, like, basically what we came up with right yeah, now. Yeah, we got So now stuff. all we got to do is get red cotton yeah. and use red cotton for your oh, smokestacks. Smoke? Yeah. 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 Black. That's so much red, though. Yeah, oh, but just, that's just, the point, uh, bro. Just take, like, just take cotton. What if it burns green? It could. Warp it could. fire green. It could. Yeah. Warp fire. Yeah. Yeah. Just warp yeah. fire. Yeah. Yep. Just, yep. Because, there you go. just because red on red on red no, is, that's fine. is brutal. No, no, no. The green is good. Plus, all your lights are green. All my lights are green. Kind of matches up. And uh, it, it works because all the Skaven stuff fire is green. Okay, nice. Hell yeah. Yep. Fixed. So, yeah, uh, that's that's basically what I wanted yeah, warp to. Yeah, fire is normal. Oh, and this is why Squiggy turns red. Except in 40K, Ooh. it's that like weird purple. Squiggy's part demonic. Ooh. Helps Ooh. it fight demons better. Ooh. Ooh that's I, why I he got so big without fighting. That, yeah. Ooh. And the other, the other. <laughs> we, I like how he said the other brainstorming thing, over. You can see the other thing, the guy. So, so the psychic scream goes out. But the reason that the orc boss can see everything from space is because of these Titanic vehicles that mm -hmm. are still moving. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I, like, I, like, I mean, it like it like uh, it works in a little bit. I don't know how, but I worked in a little bit of Dune, like subconsciously. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it's fucking, that. It's fucking sandworms. Yeah, everything, everything, everything desert. Spice melange. Well, it's because we <laughs> yeah. basically were like, oh, desert planet. So, of course, we're Dune. desert and apocalyptic. So what? <laughs> I actually, Dune, uh, fucking Waterworld, the Mad opposite Max. of Waterworld. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mad Max, you know, Starship Troopers, fuck it. Like, you and know? then Twisted Metal, racing. Twisted Metal, and yeah. Oh, yeah I wanted to make sure Death you put the racing culture Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I love that. Dude, that, that was the uh, the, the other uh, the other kernel of inspiration for Murderball was death the race? concept of death race. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like it. So, yeah, this is kind of where we ended up. So the brainstorming probably took up most of this, but it was also the best part for me. I, I hope it was good for you guys. Oh, no, I, I bet you all loved it. We came up with some I, I ridiculous so. ideas. We came up with some slightly Tom, less Tom ridiculous ideas. Tom hasn't come up with the name, though. So, Tom. So we're going to close this out with what is the name of the war boss that cannot control himself that is held back by Gretchen? Oh, he's, he's, he's like in, the squig dude? The squig, yeah. the squig, the squig, the squig boss. It's a squig boss. It's a squig boss. It's oh, fine. Well, you can't. Nobody knows. Suit. Nobody knows it's a squig because he has a helmet on. <laughs> yeah, really? I, I, I will show you the model. Do you want to see the model? No, oh, I've seen it. You've seen the model. Okay. Nobody knows it's a squig. All right. So, so he's, he's you basically, it basically little, looks you like a Hulkbuster, but to, it's orky. You Hold have up. to print, you have to paint a panel on the back that says like squig entry or something. Oh, Jesus. Dude. <laughs> so, no, he never leaves. He's so, on life support. So keeping, adding a little more death, death race flavor. The guy whose name was Frankenstein, wasn't it? Right. I mean, 
Yeah, yeah. Morkenstein. Morkenstein. <laughs> Morkenstein. There you go. Dies. There you go. You, you <laughs> always need it. Tom, you always need two things, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you, so your first thing right, would be Frankenstein. And then and then what's so last time I gave you an, an animal and an adjective. And an adjective, right? Okay. Okay. So Frankenstein? Frankenstein. Right, what's, the what's the what's the adjective? Uh sweaty. No, sweaty? Yeah. Oh, sweaty. I don't know. This that has nothing squid. to do with racing or anything. So uh, I gave him Red Squirrel last time, and he came uh, up okay. with a great name. I was All gonna right. say fast, but would That's the squid would the squid be fast though? He's red. Well, and he's in red armor. All squigs are red. <laughs> <laughs> Except all for squigs squiggy. are. You ever seen a slow squig? <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. All right. Uh, what's a? Mm, mm. I liked sweaty. You guys sweaty. Suck. I don't okay, know. Can you up with something with sweaty? No, 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 no sweaty. I mean, no I can. It's not gonna be good though. <laughs> Uh, fucking what, what? What? Like not fast, not race. No, it's gotta not be. It's gotta be something loony. Maybe, maybe Frankenstein isn't a good. How no, about, Frankenstein is a great one. Okay, Frankenstein. I've already good. got that part. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, right, I got us on a good start. What about what about demon? Like something that something has to do with demons. Con- conjure. No, that's not. That's not an adjective. <laughs> or is it? It'd be like a fast demon. Mm. Speed Fire? demon. Frankenstein Fire. speed demon. Fiery. Fiery. Frankenstein. Hey, hey. Frankenstein speed demon. Oh yeah, that's you're trying to come up with the name using it. So that's you're you're screwing up. Well, no, that's what we're going wrong. Oh, got you. You're 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 like Frankenstein speed demon. You're trying to come up with a name. Well, no, those are your kernels. But yeah, I I I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're Um, saying. Explosion or uh, or something. What's something has to do with uh with uh what's his name? Uh, Iron Man. What's something? Nick Bolta Puppet Mansa. There you go. Neck Bolta. I really like Neck that. Bolta Puppet Master. Because he drives a machine. And hello, puppet. <laughs> <laughs> puppet, not puppet. <laughs> I like that. Neck, neck bolt. Neck bolter. Master. Neck, neck bolter. Puppet, puppet master. master. I like that. Or neck bolter face smasher. I like that. Uh, neck bolter chain breaker. Chain I really, that's oh, what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was yeah. broad to holding back it. with the yep. chains. So yeah, I was thinking that's neck, what I was thinking. Neck was bolter chain breaker. You beat me to it. Neck bolter cha- chain breaker. Bolta. Yeah. Neck bolter chain neck breaker. Neck bolter chain breaker. There you go. There nice. You go. Is that better? I wrote it down. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So yeah, uh, you know, we, we worked through the process of the, the seeds that are used to create lore, how to connect the lore into different parts of and how to be a bunch of idiots. Yeah, to Mark's, Mark's uh, lore. existing army and then kind of came up with the the seeds of a story. And we've got some protagonists. We we have some goals laid out. We have something that they're trying to run from. We've tied in everything that I, I would like to tie it into. So, and that's, you know, depending on how you decide to build your lore, it can start out as simple as, as that, you know, let, let's sit down throw out a couple of ideas, throw out a couple of, you know, yeah, colors, colors give me experiences, yeah. give me, give me something you love, like just stuff like that. Well, and, honestly and Mark, too, it's, it's just throwing out ideas. Yeah. Oh yeah. And starting, but starting with a plan, Mark said, these are the things that inspire me. These are the things that I want to theme my orcs towards. Um, so as, as we've talked about with one of our patrons uh, through discord DeFeo. Um, he has an idea of painting his death watch a specific way. And then we just sort of helped him brainstorm some ideas as to why that paint scheme would work and what, and what the different 
reasons that that paint scheme might exist. And it can be that simple. That could be the kernel that you start with, and then you can kind of get deeper into it. And we've had other people approach us on Discord and ask other questions like that, approach us through the community and ask us other questions like that. Yeah, just like, and we just kind of come up with some ideas. What should I name my my chapter? Yeah, the chapter, yeah. And and uh, Tom Tom came up with some great names. I tossed out a couple of great names, and I think that I think the uh, member is choosing like bits and pieces. Oh, for that blood angel mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, for the yeah. blood oh, angel man, thing. I came up with some good names for that. Yeah, that was that was dope. They're all I dope. always I always throw out one in the Imperial Guard group. Some people are like, oh, I need help naming my my custom regiment. I'm like, take the street you grew up on, throw the fake Warhammer Latin at the end of it, and then use your house number as their regiment name. Huh. Wait, no wait what are you saying? Game. It's the cult. The what? You the take first? like the street you grew up on. Uh-huh. And then you have. So uh, thir- 36. Uh, we'll do it with me. All right. So, so 36. Thir- 36 is kind of a low number, especially okay. like because so, Imperial so Guard regiments three, are like 306. This. So, yeah, you can just slap. So, an extra so you're number. saying pick a number and then the street you grew up on. Well, so like, you know, you would have. So for me, like one of my old house would uh, would be like the the 1492 or uh so you're taking the number 1492nd uh Westmorians yeah so i i would be the i would be the 451st Nevadicus yeah something like well, that why Nevadicus cuz i grew up at 451 Nevada street i grew up on a street named Nevada and the number was 451 right, i mean i almost gave the address <laughs> of my fucking childhood home <laughs> whatever you don't live there now that's true. Yeah. The people that live there are probably. Yeah. I mean, you just have to make sure you're not <laughs> using these security questions on your credit card. 13, but, you know. The 1361st Red Mounticus or Red Mountain Division. Like, Red Mountain. You could come up. There's always yeah, easy Red ways Mountain. to apply like those. All right. So Nevaticus actually kind Nevaticus of cool. works. Yeah. Like, so uh, I had another one. Cuchillian. That's the one that I threw out. Mine, in chat, uh, mine was J. Ago. So let's say we're, we're the 306 J. Like it's literally it's the letter J. Street. J. Then yeah. it would be Latin. So Janus. So the 306th yeah, Janus? Janus Janus division sounds yeah. like anus. Well, yeah. I'm not. I'm you not could, coming well, no, up no, no. with the, no, fine no, Janus. You, 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 you can do uh, Janissaries. Do you know what a Janissary yeah, yeah, is? Yeah, that's what I say. Janissaries, and yeah. then you use the city instead. Okay. Scale it out one. So it's like the same thing as like your up, porn name. Yeah. Your what? porn name is like street and then first pet. <laughs> and mine was, thing, mine's Red the Roger. Thing, the <laughs> thing that's going to kill you is the color to your left and the last thing <laughs> you drink. Wait, what is it? Hold on. Before we move on, I need to find out my porn name. Hold on. Well, what is it, Tom? No, shut up. No, no, no. I want to know. I want to know. Biggest dickus. There you go. It's street. Okay. The first part of the street you grew up on, and then your first pet. Jesus Christ. J Trouble? (laughs) J Trouble? Ridiculous. J is the shape of my city. City. Go. Fish hook that booty. (laughs) That's good. Mine was was Red Roger. All right. Name your your, your regiment. It's just J Street. Zoom out one to city. Right. What was the city? Gotta wrap it up. Uh, Dago. Dago? San Diego? Yeah. All right. Uh, no, that Diego. works. That works. Well, yeah, because you have the Saint, the Saint Diego Janissaries. Yeah. There oh, you go, dude. yeah, there you go. Fuck, Kevin, you're good, man. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. I mean, I'm it's not, a little it's like not, short burst. Like the gears yeah. turn and then I spit out something. It's sometimes it's really <laughs> sometimes good. It's not talents. It's, 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 it's not talents as old as time. good. It's not talents as old as time. All right, guys. So that's the taste. That was mine. So this is a taste of how we move through the process of building lore for our armies. What uh, what's your custom orc lore? Do you have any of your own custom orc characters? Do you have any cool war stories that you want to send our way from past games? How do those war stories affect 
the lore that you're building for your current, you know, army chapter, whatever you're working on. You can reach out to us through under the hive of madness at gmail.com or jimdarkgaming at gmail.com. Have a desire to work with us on lore. We've got that covered as well over on our discord with our world building hive project. You can join us in brainstorming out the details that fill out our ever expanding worlds. Uh, discord is probably the best way to reach out to us because we are all on it way too much and we ignore our normal personal lives and uh you can actually get uh, a lot of uh time communicating with us and you know we play a lot of video games on there too and, and there's it, other members of our community on there to talk to also yeah and they're pretty active just as much as we are so yeah, we've got a really nice enriching growing community which is amazing yeah come join our little village <laughs> they're all a little rough first they like oh. to talk shit don't let them don't let them discourage you listen Linda. don't let them scare you listen don't don't Linda. Them scare you. they're not that scary after like 10 minutes you're like oh, okay Welcome i see what these guys are discord <laughs> smells so good don't don't talk to that guy <laughs> welcomes if you like what we're doing and you want to support us you can find us on patreon at www.patreon.com slash under the hive of madness and join our growing underhive gang of four-armed rats you can help us decide the next major lore series that we might produce see video podcasts and other sneak peeks at our upcoming content as well as asking us questions and a couple of other special perks we're also working on some basic prototype rules of our own and we're trying to figure out how to get those bound into some pretty cool pdfs with some custom art and some other stuff so you guys could uh print them out play some games you guys want to dabble yeah 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 a little dabble a little dibble dabble the double dabble even <laughs> if you'd like to keep up with us on social media head over to our link tree which is link tree slash under the hive for a collection of links to our various personal projects and group projects as always i have put spellings and links in the show notes so you guys can get a handle on how we spell stuff. Kevin and Beast are deep into a wing-off against some nutty J's that just dropped in. These hooligans are a couple of bones away from tipping over a table and the J's have started to call for reinforcements. Not really sure why, but Marky's heading over there. Between us listeners, I'm checking the charges on my plasma pistols since the heat in this kitchen is getting red hot. I've been your host with the most, Ryan the Goblin King, here with 665.66 UHMR Chemrat Radio, reminding all our hive rats, ratettes, bugs, ghouls, and scummers to keep your murder ball debts in check. More than a few fans have vanished down those long, dark alleyways, and the rumor is that the commissioner might be pulling them strings. Leave a few extra corpse crackers out tonight so you don't lose any more digits, Kevin. To the hungering forearmed emperor. That's all from us. I swear to God, if you give me one more slant eyed Jay, you piece of shit, I swear to God, I'll take a bite out of you next. Oh, fuck you, you piece of shit. You fucking win.